Coming to you from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, by way of Stone Mountain, Georgia, birthed by the great state of South Carolina, is the Bryant Land Country Podcast, your place for any and everything in hunting, fishing, sports, and outdoor related, with heavy doses of randomness, guests, and an all-around good time. Here's your host, proud Gamecock, South Carolina Forever, AB3. All right, now, everybody, welcome to the Bryant Land Country Podcast. Thank you, as always, for taking the time to download, to listen, rate, review, subscribe, everything that we've been asking you to do now going on for eight months. I can't believe that we have been putting podcasts out since January, and it's already September. But the good thing about September, deer season around the corner, just a few days away here in Georgia. Football is here. Football is back in deer season, and football, for me, go hand-in-hand. Hopefully, my Gamecocks can get on the right track when this comes out on Monday. Hopefully, we got a nice win on Saturday after laying an egg to North Carolina in our opener. So, Hopefully, you know, the Gamecocks will be looking up. Steelers kicked off on Sunday. Just, it's football season, man. I'm excited. Always love it when football is in because, like I said, when football is in season, that means deer season is not that far behind. One thing I want to get off my mind real quick before I introduce our guest for this episode, I was thumbing through the old uh, Facebook the other day and noticed a post about a hunter that got killed over in Africa, got uh, basically mauled by uh, buffalo, by the uh, Cape buffalo over there. And from what I understand, reading the article, I guess uh, the Cape buffalo, extremely territorial. The hunter had took out one of the herd mates, you know, one of the buffalo in the herd, and didn't even see... The other buffalo coming and got gored, killed over there. So um, very sad to see that happen or to hear about that happening, rather. But what's even worse to me, and I ain't going to lie, kind of pissed me off a little bit, is to see the comments of, oh, he got what he deserved, karma's a bitch, payback, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. People, let's be better. Can we? Just a little bit. I mean, first of all, animal life, human life, some of you guys take the animal thing way too far, okay? Let's establish that right off the top. And in no way should you be cheering the death of another human being, you know, outside of extreme cases, but definitely not cheering the death of a hunter because you feel like, trophy hunting is wrong or you feel like the hunter got what he deserved or because you're such a big animal rights activist or whatever the case is, you shouldn't do that. I mean, come on. I would like to think that we are better than that. The comments showed clearly there's a segment of the population that is not better than that. But come on. I mean, seriously, let's stop with the shenanigans, all right? I mean... You guys don't carry the same energy when you're talking about fishing. I don't see fishermen get nearly the venom that hunters get, okay? And we're all in the same boat, fishermen and hunters. They go hand in hand. I'd be willing to bet if you know a fisherman, he's probably a hunter and vice versa. If you know a hunter, he's probably a fisherman, okay? You guys don't keep the same energy when it comes to that. Or do you have the same energy when you're going to pick up your chicken or your beef, your steak, or whatever, I'm going to be willing to go out on a limb and say probably not. So long story short, let's just be better, okay? Stop cheering the deaths of hunters because it makes you look like a real asshole. Right, land. All right, now that I got that off my chest, let's get back to having fun. My guest this week is a fun young couple that I've kind of had my eye on via Instagram and Facebook. I mean, they're out here. They're doing their thing. Uh, Super charismatic couple. 
I uh, love their videos. If you haven't checked out their videos, you should make it a point to do so. I'm talking about Rain Outdoors, Rain and Jason, Mr. Knockout on the old Instagram, and then Rain Outdoors on Instagram and Facebook and everywhere else that you can find this couple. I mean, they are just awesome and their videos, just the stuff that they're putting out there, great representatives for the outdoor community. And I've been wanting to sit down and talk to them for a little bit here. And we finally got the schedules together, finally was able to mesh together a time where we could sit down and talk. Um, Had a little bit of technical difficulties. Um, I clicked over or attempted to click, click off. I had somebody calling in while I was trying to do an interview and you would think someone with my technical savoir-faire would be able to, you know, mute another call without completely hanging up. They had some life things going on when you got three small kids and you try to get some privacy as an adult. We can all relate to that. And the kids weren't going for it. They were good for a while. But when they decided that time was up, time was up, and they came through full force. But otherwise, other than, you know, the mishaps or whatever, we had a great time. We had a great conversation. I'm already looking forward to catching up with them again later on down the road. But for right now, you guys sit back and listen. I'm going to roll sound here on Rain Outdoors and Mr. Knockout on the Bryantland Country Podcast. Bryantland. So I am very pleased to be able to get Rain and Mr. Knockout Jason on the line at the same time. Another couple <laughs> that is out here hunting, fishing, doing y'all thing. How y'all doing, man? Hey y'all. <laughs> I'm pretty great, good. man. Look at he he already too school too cool for school. Right? You know what I'm saying? I'm, fe- I'm, I'm feeling good, son. You know what I'm saying, B. You know, yeah, I mean. <laughs> man, ain't nothing wrong with that. So, me being a fellow South Carolinian, as everybody who listens to my podcast knows. So, Jason, hold tight. I'm gonna get to you in a second. I, I, I ain't gonna leave you out. That's right. Pipe down, Jason. Oh, so you, now, now you guys are going to team up on me. <laughs> no, I'm not going to team up on you, but I always got to start with a fellow South Carolinian. So, I know, that's right. Rain, where in South Carolina, where you from? Did you grow up in South Carolina? Like, what was... Listen, what? I am from Lancaster, South Carolina, and it's Lancaster. Lancaster. It not, it's not Lancaster. <laughs> Don't do it to me. Don't do it to me. <laughs> It is Lancaster. <laughs> I am from Lancaster, South Carolina, born and raised. Been here all my life and don't plan on going nowhere. That's what's up. Lancaster. So Lancaster High, the whole nine? All that. Okay. Lancaster. Okay. That's what's up. I've been through been through Lancaster a few times. So yeah, I'm very, very familiar. So and then Jason, you from the NYC. What yes, uh, what what part? South Jamaica, Queens. Okay. Okay. South Jamaica, Queens. That's what's up. So how did you two get together? How you Queens and mm. South Carolina? Did y'all meet down here? Like what what brought y'all together real quick? So you wanna tell it, Jason? I mean, I'll let Jason tell it because I don't know, I might need to tell it because Jason be telling stories. <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell us how you swept this sweet southern gal off her feet with your new york style son <laughs> so look this is this is really what happened i don't care what she tells you okay. so I, was in the store. <laughs> I was in the store and she walked up to me and said listen i'm taking you out on a date and that's the end of the story what? wow <laughs> aggressive that'll, okay that'll sound right no. um it was actually um because i'm a manager at retail company um uh, and one of my associates and rain are related so she um had actually told rain about me before um and then she actually showed me a picture of rain it's like yeah definitely Definitely want to meet her. Um, <laughs> and I guess she showed her the picture and she had a mutual reaction. 
obviously. How, how you know what kind of reaction I had? Because I'm handsome, so there would be no other reaction to it. He said, because I'm handsome, you ain't had no choice. That's what's up. So you you was already down here in South Carolina, or? Yeah, so I had actually moved down here in 2010 from New York. It was just one of those things. It was time for me to get out of there. Yeah. Just needed a lifestyle change and things to kind of slow down. I actually had um, ambitions of opening up my own company. I actually did. I um, opened up a tattoo shop, actually two of them, since I've been down in North Carolina. Um, I opened up one in North Carolina and one in Georgia. Where Um, in Georgia? We were in College Park. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right inside Atlanta. Yep. uh, Metro Atlanta. Yeah. So the shop in Georgia, we ended up closing after a year. Um, and then me and two of my partners opened up a shop here in North Carolina. Okay. But things just got a little too hectic between work and trying to run a business. So I thought the best thing for me was just to continue to work uh, at the time. And it kind of benefited because if I wasn't back at work, I would have never met Rain. So that that was actually a good Aww. thing. Aww, look at this. We, we, got, we got love stories and everything. That's what's up. That's what's up. So y'all meet Rain, you, from what I've observed looking at your pages and stuff, mm-hmm. you're not new to this. You grew up doing this whole hunting thing. I'm true to this. I'm telling you. So what? when was your first hunting experience? So, like, fresh out the womb. Like, when my, when my mom and dad was in the hospital, like, they didn't even bring me no pacifier. They brought me a deer antler, and I was, you know, sucking on a deer antler. Stop it was playing. Straight out. Stop straight playing. out. <laughs> I, need, I, need to, I, I need to see a picture of that. Uh, uh, come on now. No, but for real. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I started fishing when I was, like, five. And I've been fishing, like, for a long time. Like, I've, I've really been fishing since I've been five. Okay. Um, I started deer hunting later on in life. I started rabbit hunting, squirrel hunting. I started all that around eight. But I started deer hunting maybe around 16. Wow. And I started off straight with a bow. Okay. Oh, you started off with a bow. Okay. Right. Compound? Compound bow. What was your first bow? Uh, it was diamond bow. Okay. The bow that I have now. It's, oh, well, uh, okay. The, the diamond core. It was my very first bow. Okay. So deer hunting with a bow, squirrel, and then rabbit, which is funny because where I'm at now, as far as like, you know, starting, you know, doing all this whole hunting thing, like I said, I started mm-hmm. about four years ago and then just kind of like caught fire with it. Like I started out with a bow, went hog hunting, and then, mm-hmm. you know, deer hunting, and then hunting turkeys, duck hunting, goose hunting. And then the other day, I was like, well, shoot, we sit here waiting on deer season. I was like, man, I'm going to go try squirrel hunting. We got out there. Of course, it was raining here, and then where we hunt at, it's about an hour and a half away. So we still, I was like, bump it. We ain't got nothing else to do. It's on Sunday. We drove down there, and of course, we probably walked around the woods probably for like six, seven minutes, and then the next day, you know, the sky fell. So that pretty much put a kibosh on the whole squirrel hunting thing. But right. I'm, I'm looking forward to getting back out there and trying it again. Okay. I enjoy squirrel hunting. However, the squirrel don't have that same energy that they have during deer season for some reason. <laughs> They don't have that same So it's not just me because most. Okay, because most animals don't have that same energy when it's their time to be in the crosshairs. Like when. Right, like where was you at when I was looking for you? Right. I'm out here trying to hunt deer and you over there. I'm looking around thinking it's a deer running. It's you and your cousin running around here acting crazy. Right, making all this noise. My uh, a buddy of mine (laughs) posted a picture the other day on Facebook and he's got like these big hefty turkeys that was in a um industrial park out where he worked at and I'm just like where was y'all at in April and Listen. May like we just got the same thing on our trail camera <laughs> It was last week we just had three toms come up right in front of the trail camera 
see. It was like, where were y'all at during turkey season? Yeah, like that's the stuff that, that gets under my skin. It's just like, come on now. So we gone, like I said, we gonna try to get back out there before deer season starts here in Georgia. As a matter of fact, next next Saturday, the 14th, is when it'll get it all, start popping off with the deer right. season. The other thing, too, rabbits. Now, do you do the rabbits with dogs or just yeah. kind of walk through the woods? Or what? what's your no. method? Dogs. Okay. Strictly. Do rabbit with dogs, do coon with dogs, and... Yeah, I'm the only two who do with dogs. Okay. What's your coon hunting game like? Um, get a good old English hound. He go out there, tree a coon. We we go miles and miles in the wood looking for him. Right, right. But what I'm saying, uh, like if if you had to pick one, like which one do you think you like the best at? I to be honest, I don't even understand why I coon hunt because I don't even like being in the woods in the dark like that. <laughs> So, so I, don't even, I don't even understand why I'm even out there. <laughs> like, what am I doing here? Because I promise every time I go, I know I see Michael Myers every time. Like, I, I don't even know why I'd be out there. <laughs> so who who is on this coon hunting expedition? This is my granddaddy's thing. This was brought from my granddaddy's, and, you know, that was his thing. So I, I would be out there, but I don't coon hunt like that anymore since, you know, he's passed. He's been, he's passed um, a couple years ago. Okay. So I don't really coon hunt like that anymore, but I would, maybe, sometime. I don't know. Now, do you got a bomb coon recipe? I don't even eat coon. Okay. Cause if I you, don't, uh, yeah. If you were to say yes, that was going to be another rabbit hole that we was going to go down, because I, I don't know if you guys have been listening uh, to the podcast, which you should go back and listen to all of them. Um, cheap plug. <laughs> Just let me make a point reference. Yeah. Uh, don't, don't be around Adam with a bow when he's uh, hog hunting. When he starts shooting him in the neck. <laughs> okay. Okay. See. Okay. There you go. Look at you, my man. Okay. You you know you know what time it is. So the this whole coon phenomenon, like I I've literally gone on tangents about this whole coon thing, and people out here talking about I don't know what I'm missing, and they can mm. make coon taste like you know barbecue and all this other bullshit. I I don't know about this. Yeah, no, I I will eat. I eat squirrel. I eat rabbit. I eat turkey, deer, all that. I will not. I I can't fix my mouth to eat a coon. I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just something about it. I just uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> I don't care how you cook it. <laughs> I don't want it. Man, so Jason, let me swing over to you for for a little bit here. New York City, Jamaica Queen. You in South Carolina. You meet your your queen to be, just like, you know, coming to America. She's your queen to be. To be. <laughs> and she's, she look at you and say, well, before we even get to that, in the initial stages, y'all, you know, getting to know each other, dating, and it's like, oh, I like your beard. Oh, I like you. You have a great personality. <laughs> like, you know, in all of that, how did she drop the hunting bomb on you? So... And I, I mean this in all honesty. In our first conversation, I don't know how the topic came up, but we literally started discussing hunting. I mean, from New York, moving down here, once I found out that I, I was able to purchase firearms and I wouldn't get in trouble. <laughs> you, you sound like my cousin from New Jersey. <laughs> Man, I made sure I went and got my license in. I took my classes. Uh, I got a cousin that's uh, got a horse ranch. So, you know, I go back into the back of his yard and uh, shoot out over there. Okay. And I just think somewhere in the conversation, we started discussing hunting. I had bought a recurve uh, crossbow. Okay. And I was like, yeah, you know, I can't wait till I can get outside and, you know, start hunting. And it was like her eyes popped open. It was, she looked just like a doe right then and there. <laughs> 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 Not a doe. <laughs> <laughs> she said hunting. And it was like an instant. Uh, from there, it's just been golden sense. It was like an instant connection from there. Wow. So even before you met her, you had already set your mind to that you wanted to go out and just like hunt and, and whatnot, being uh, being down south. Absolutely. I mean, like one of the biggest things, and I mean, this is a true attest to who I am. I'm always willing to try new things. Okay. Always willing to try new things. 
and growing up, you know, you're, you're watching the Outdoor Channel or, you know, you're just watching hunting shows Saturday mornings. I was like, man, that looks like something that's pretty cool to do. But you don't have the same opportunities when you're in the inner city. It's stuff that you see on TV and it's like, oh, I want to be there one day. You start to watch Sunrise in Africa when you're watching Discovery Channel. You're like, man, that looks really cool. Like, I want to be there. I just happened to have the opportunity to move down and meeting her was definitely a, uh, like I said, a blessing. And I, I know I joke about it, but I'm serious. It, it was like right on time. Uh, I met her at the exact time that I needed to. Man, that's what's up. So you kind of knew that you wanted to do this before you met her. Was you just going to go out and do it? Like, did you have any relatives or somebody to take you? Or did she kind of just like take you under her wing and, you know, y'all just off and running? Yeah, I mean, for the most part. So, like I said, I, I've got family that live down here, mm-hmm. and everybody tells you, "Yeah, you know, we're, I'll take you hunting next season." Next season never happens. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm like, "Yeah, you know, what do I need?" I'll ask. So I say, um, "Well, what do I need for deer season?" Oh, you need to buy a rifle. I would literally go out two weeks later, and I'm buying. I bought my first 308, and I'm like, "All right, so I'm ready." It never happened. Yeah. <laughs> so the firearm ended up sitting in the closet. So they're like, well, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Because rabbit season is coming. You know, we're, we're going to go rabbit hunting. Right. Like, cool. Go out. I buy a shotgun. I'm practicing in the yard. Rabbit season hits. And they're like, yeah, you know, unfortunately, we're not going to be able to go. So there's another firearm sitting in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> Just kind of starting to pile up. Right. I mean, literally, I, when I tell you the amount of firearms that I had, and have it, it's like I said, I, I really just came down and enjoyed the ability to be able to purchase firearms. Yeah. And I totally get that. Cause especially in New York, y'all have some really tough and kind of odd gun control laws up there. Right. Cause like I said, my cousin said the same thing. Like when he came down from New Jersey and he was just like, like blown away at how easy you know, I bought, like, my pistols and my shotguns. It's just like, that's it? I was like, yeah, I got a weapons license. I go, and I don't even have to fill out too much paperwork because like, I just give them the weapons license, and 20, 30 minutes later, I got my guns. And he's just right. like, yo, like, for real? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> just like, it's it's that simple. So just, you know, I, can, I, I totally understand where you're coming from as far as, like, how things are up there in New York and in New Jersey and then coming down here. Mm-hmm. So, all right, you got your, you got your crossbow, you got your guns. I see that you just recently purchased a bow. Is that right? Did I see that right? Ooh, that's right. Welcome to the dark side. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I just purchased my first comp. I mean, excuse me, my first compound bow. I got tired of her talking mess. You know, every time we go out, telling me that there's a difference between the two. And it is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But, I mean, you already, you said you had a longbow at one point, right? Me? Yeah. No, he just he just had a, um, a crossbow. He didn't have, you said a recurve, but I had he, a, he, yeah, he, a recurve he crossbow. It was a recurve crossbow. The Barnett. The Barnett is not a compound. It doesn't have the wheels on the side. What? Now, listen, now, y'all know I'm learning, so I, I can't be wrong. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's like, no. She just questioned me right now. Now, now I feel like you're questioning my manhood. <laughs> 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 I, I think you might be the only one that got that kind. Well, no, I mean, there are because I looked at crossbows and I thought about getting one, but I'm determined to stay with my compound until my shoulders give out. But I've seen the compound crossbows and I've seen I'm not a hundred percent I guess they call them recurve crossbows, but yeah, they're basically crossbows. They don't have, you know, like all the cams and stuff that a compound has. But I heard recurve, I missed the crossbow part. So my bad. That's that's my bad on I that. I got you. I got you. See she made me think I was going crazy. <laughs> oh no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so you picked up the compound. What brand did you end up getting? I got Redhead, the uh, the Cabela's brand or Bass Pro brand. Yeah, yeah, okay. Good, good. How you like it so far? I think I'm pretty good with it. I enjoy it. I think I'm all right, you know. <laughs> See, and that, that's the thing about the compound, and that's what I like about the compound. As a person, 
that's, you know, always on the go, that's doing 50, 11 things at one time. You know, I love shooting my compound. I try to shoot every day, but the way, you know, life and work and stuff is set up, you know, I can go a week, two weeks, sometimes a month without shooting it and then pick it back up and a couple of shots in, I'm to excuse the pun, I'm right as rain, you know? Right. So <laughs> where are you shooting now? What's your comfort range right now? I'm somewhere between 30 and 50 now. Okay. Okay. You know what? <laughs> oh, hold, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh-oh. Now, now we're gonna have I'm to just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Sound so like somebody calling you out on that. No, for real. Like, like I'm gonna tell you, for him not to have been shooting like that, like to be new at it, mm-hmm. he's re- he's really good. Like he he shocked me out there. Have y'all been like shooting the 3D targets and stuff like out of the stand or like from an elevated platform or anything like that? Well, I do. I have. He hasn't did that yet, just because again with the time we don't have much time. Sure. And yep. he just got it. But um we will be. Okay. Okay. But we've just been, you know, shooting at a regular target and like he he's spot on with it. He had to get it adjusted a second time. And once he got it adjusted and got his anchor points and all that, he was like he was on the money. So was that one of those where they come like with the site and everything that's the the ready to hunt package. Yeah. Okay. It was the ready to hunt package. Okay. That's so the so. site came on there. Like, yeah, everything was just ready to go. I did end up just purchasing some additional arrows. I wanted to change them out. Mm-hmm. The ones that came with that just wasn't didn't feel right. What you drawing? What's your draw weight? Seventy pounds. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you, you do know I'm not a little guy. I, I do want to point that out. I understand. I, hey, I ain't arguing with you, brother. I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, you. I draw 60, and it's funny because, like, you know, a lot of guys I know draw 70, 65, 70, and, you know, it's all about comfort. And if you're comfortable doing right. that, more power to you. I'm at 60. I've been at 60. I went up to 65, killed a turkey at 65, and... But like sixty was is just really where I'm at, where it just feels like smooth and right with that draw cycle. But sh- you out here with at seventy, <laughs> strong man. Yeah. Hey, and, but hey. you know what though, and just the way that you said it, like the the seventy pounds, it, it feels comfortable. Like it's not a strain. I, I know I can hold it if I needed to. Right. Like even with shooting her bow, like it it almost felt like I was going to pull the, the, the string out. Right, because mine is at 60, too. Yeah, yeah. And see, I have no ego about that. That's fine. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, that's good. No, I'm <laughs> no. just saying. I'm just saying. Don't get him to go for mine. <laughs> yeah, no, because, you know. I'm at a 60 like my wife here. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, that. okay, that's fine. I, you know. And 60 pounds is more than enough that's to what, kill deer, saying, hog, and turkey. So That's all you need, as long as you're killing it. Yeah, so but it's funny because I do, you know, just because of the the brand and stuff, I kind of peek my head into like chat rooms and a couple of Facebook groups and stuff, and they be wilding Mm -hmm. all the way out in some of them groups. It's just like some of the stuff that people say to each other over the internet is just like wow, (laughs) y'all be on something else. So they always really talking to each other. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So they they always be on that. You know you hunt like a girl and you need to draw a man's oh, nah. weight and all that other bullshit. And it's just like, okay. Well, now nah, you do what's comfortable for you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So what Maybe kind of... Maybe 60 pounds is comfortable because you both are from South Carolina. I mean... <laughs> that's right. I mean, that could be what it is. It's a South Carolina thing. That's the South Carolina connection. Yeah. Right? That, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know about y'all, but I am all about comfortability in all parts of life. Right. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> what uh what kind of release um you working with? You got the um the wrist joint or you um the thumb or what what you working with? I got the uh the wrist one. Okay. Uh, I don't know, like that was what I used. I haven't actually tried anything else, but the wrist one just feels comfortable, I guess, because that's what I was taught on. Right, right. I'ma tell you, um as I preference all of my advice relatively 
as a new-ish hunter is what I call myself. And as I also always tell people, you grown, do what you want. But I have found that once you go from the wrist to like the tension, not the tension, the back tension, because I can't even do that. Without the wrist, like the thumb the release, mm-hmm. the hand release, your accuracy go go like through the roof. And it's, really, yeah, at least for me is what I found because I went from a bear cruiser to a Halon six, and when I was trying to shoot the Halon with you know my um, wrist release, it was like it was cool, but it was still kind of like all over the place a little bit. And then I switched to like just the hand release with the four finger, not the three finger thing, but the four finger gimmick. Man, my accuracy and grouping, which I'm not really a big grouping guy, but my accuracy and grouping went through the roof. So, I mean, if you get a mm-hmm. if you get a chance, just try it out cuz it might be worth a shot. Cuz I did right. this, I did the same thing with my son this weekend cuz he was he's always been on a wrist releasing i gave him one of my old uh old hand releases and he was like man i like this better i was like hmm, i don't okay. know much but you know it's just <laughs> no little something something yeah you, <laughs> but that's you, you know that's how you have to do them but but yeah man shoot you you in the game so when is deer season open and you guys because you guys are in a different section and i didn't know this until i looked it up I thought all of South Carolina opened in August, but you guys are in a different um, no. region or di- different yeah, section, right? Yeah, I think it's, right? like, it's like three or four different openings. Okay. We open here September 16th. 16th, yeah. On a Monday, that which has always been weird to me, too, because some of the South Carolina seasons open like on a Wednesday and right. you know Tuesday. Like it, It's weird where like most of them... In Georgia is usually like on that Saturday or whatnot. So, mm-hmm. but so you guys have been keeping busy. I've been kind of keeping up with y'all. You got the ground blind in. How's the food plot coming? <laughs> <laughs> so we tried. We tried to do a small, very, 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 very small food plot, and I think we failed. Yeah, horribly. So let me tell you what we use today. Okay. Yep. Go ahead. Are you, what you, you got? ready? Yep. All right. So I used my machete. Okay. <laughs> and I used my pocket knife. Okay. That's those are starts. Right. No, but that that was the whole food plot. But no, I thought you had like the little claw thing where you're like turning over the soil and stuff. Yeah, that was after, but it, it still hasn't produced anything for us. So I stopped over by Lowe's and I picked up the uh, hand tiller. Yep. You know, just to kind of dig in and, and try to get some ground, but it we've absolutely turned over nothing. <laughs> <laughs> we went back out there and was like, let's check the food plot. And it was like a little patch of grass. And I'm like, I don't even know if that's the food plot or just regular grass. <laughs> 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 what we will do is a little more research for next season when it comes to our plot, but Okay. Yeah, food plots are tough, man. Like, did y'all do the soil sample and that whole deal? What? The soil sample? Yeah. Jason, right, did we know about the soil known. sample? Soil yeah, sample. Yeah, we didn't know anything about that. <laughs> yeah, see, I had to learn the hard way because, you know, I was like, all right, food plot, bet. I'm going to get my food plot on. I'm, I'm going to make a food plot. This is my first year. So, you know, I go out and I'm reading, like, the packages and they like, if you... First of all, I picked up like the little throw and grow. It's like, oh, you don't have to do anything. It's like, you just put it down and it'll grow I was like, all right, cool. And it was like, but if you want to, you know, you can till up the soil. So I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going to go above and beyond. Like, I'm going to go, and I rented, like, a tractor with the disc, and I got the ground all tore up and everything. I got, you know. Oh, you went all in. Yeah, I went (laughs) went all in with the little soil and everything. It was like, you want to put down fertilizer. And I was like, all right. So I got some bags of fertilizer, fertilized it and everything. It was like, well, you need 5,000 pounds of lime. I was like, ain't nobody out here putting out 5,000 pounds of lime. Stop playing. Like, you know, <laughs> like I, don't even know why you, I don't even know why y'all put that on the back of the bag. I'm just putting these seeds on the ground and get on through. So I put them out there. And to their credit, you know, that grew a little bit. I had a little bit of deer. Uh, I had a huge, 
like flock of turkeys the first year. I don't know where they went after that. I don't know if they just they don't. Their time. Yeah, they just, I guess they didn't um, like the seeds or whatever. Between the seeds and them damn raccoons. <laughs> That's another rant I ain't going to get it on. But yeah, I, I, can't, Listen. I can't stand them bastards. But that's all we send on our trail camera, like all night long. And you know, you get a notification every time something comes through. It we have like four thousand pictures of raccoons. Oh, when the trapping season starts, I don't even know why you can't trap raccoons year round because they're a nuisance. But in Georgia, they treat them like regular fur bears, so you gotta wait before you can trap them. But as soon as trapping season um start, it is on. I'm trapping everything. I'm putting traps <laughs> trap. every yeah, I'm putting traps every two damn feet. Like <laughs> for real. But okay, so anyway, back to the food plot. So yeah, I did like the fertilizer, did the throw and grow. It grew. It grew a lot of weeds. So, you know, basically it died out. And what I found, like you say, when you start doing like your research and stuff, you can get like these little soil sample kits. They tell you like how much acid is in your dirt and stuff, what you need to do to neutralize it, like how much lime you need. And no, it's not 5,000 pounds if you do your soil samples and stuff. So I later find out the 5,000 pounds was just like, oh, if you just want to go out there, disc up some dirt and just throw some lime down just to get the soil right. Just to get it going. Yeah. I was just like, who, how? Like, who is out here <laughs> doing this? <laughs> right, 5,000 right, pounds. Like, like, you buy like a $25 bag of seeds and I got to go get 5,000 pounds of lime. Like, this shit don't <laughs> add up. There's something wrong with this math, Fox. So, so the second time I did, you know, like the soil sample and whatnot, and it was a little bit better. And then even the little kill plot that I planted this year has come up really good so far. And you right there in South Carolina, uh, there's a guy down in St. Matthews that manufactures these seeds. It's called Wanamaker. And a buddy of mine in um, Columbia, make sure I say his name, Antonio, from Hunting with the Marshes, because he wants me to make sure I give him credit for all the knowledge that he passes down to me. Shout out to you, Antonio. So so he was telling me about these uh, seeds. He going to have a fit where he hear this fight. (laughs) Anyway, so he was telling me about these seeds. And I tried them for the first time back at the end of the summer. And, I mean, they come up really good. They were the Wanamaker seeds. So, like, if you guys try it again, I would, um, matter of fact, I'll shoot you a, a link to the site and just kind of so you can look at all the different seeds and stuff. But so far, it's way better than any of the throw and grow and any of that stuff like that. And it's funny because I, what I'll do is I'll reach out to Antonio. You know, just being out on social media and being in the hunting community, I've actually contacted with him uh, a couple of times. We haven't uh, actually met face to face, but we definitely have communicated via social media. Yeah, and Tony was a good dude, man. We met, we kicking, we went hog hunting here a couple of weeks back. We were supposed to go the first time, and of course, I had something that came up. And then the day that we were supposed to go hunting, I got a text from him. And from one of his, he forwarded me a picture from one of his cameras. And of course, the hogs was there. The second time that we were supposed to go, like all week long, we was getting pictures of the hogs at a certain time. So it was like, we about to be golden. I personally think he (laughs) messed up when he called the butcher before we even went hunting and was like putting in his order. But so we got out there. And of course, we busted out. But no, Antonio was awesome, man. And you get a chance to talk to him. I mean, for somebody also, who is quote unquote relatively newish? I mean, that dude, and between his wife and his daughter, they like came out the gate smoking. I mean, mm-hmm. they, nice. their first couple years, man, it was just like, dang, dude, like whatever you doing, you need to copyright, patent it, and just like start slanging it to folks because they they came out the woodworks between deer and hogs, man. So, but yeah, you know, you can't go wrong talking to that cat. So we got the food plot was a bust first time out, but you know, you're going to obviously circle back, get it right. The ground blind is, will this be 
y'all's first year hunting out of ground blind? Like, what have you kind of like meandered around in there and sat down in there yet or whatnot? <laughs> like, what's Jason likes to say I'm against the ground blind, which I kind of am, but <laughs> she is. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so what do you got? <laughs> what it's, do you got against the ground blind? <laughs> It's nothing personal. Like the ground blind wasn't talking about me behind my back enough, and it was just like <laughs> I, I'd rather be up in the tree. You know, when you up when you up in the tree, you you get a a better vision. You know what I'm saying? Like I'd rather be up there. I just rather I use my climbing stand majority of the time. We had a ladder stand that we've used um, last year, but I'm just used to using my climber, and that's it's easier for me. So I just like you know find me a tree, climb, and I'm good. Like I'm, I'm not really with you know sitting on the ground, and I just I feel like I'm missing stuff. No, see, that's funny because there is a part of me that would rather be up in the air. I'm not afraid of heights. I haven't perfected a system for hanging stands yet, and so mm-hmm. it kind of mm-hmm. gets on my nerves. Uh, matter of fact, I just hung one today. Because I did some research, research by being reaching out to a couple of these Facebook groups and just talking to people about hanging low sets. So, you know, most people like to be 10 or not even 10, 15, 20, some people 25, you 25. know, so yeah, some people, you know, 30 up there. They want to, you know, high five God and stuff. And I don't need <laughs> to be that high. <laughs> so <laughs> this year I said, I was going to hang a couple and try, you know, from like about, you know, 10, 12 feet or whatever. Just I know you got to do some things, you know, with your um, concealment and obviously scent control is always key when you're fooling with deer. But, man, ain't nothing like a, a nice, comfortable ground blind. I know you 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 can't you can't see as much as you would like. But to slip in and out, man, oh, my God. Yeah, I can see that, too. And especially now because they make the ones where you can actually stand up. So it's like you can stand up and shoot. So basically how you practice, like you don't have to worry Mm -hmm. about, like, okay, making sure you practice from an elevated position or practice, Mm -hmm. you know, from a seated position where you, you know, traditionally in a ground blind, you can just practice standing up and as long as you smooth with your movement then most of the time you're gonna be all right so right i I favor the ground blind but i hear what you're saying about the tree stand and being up in the tree Mm -hmm. i'm gonna give the ground blind a go let's see let me see i hunted in a a ground blind before maybe about four or five years ago Uh uh-huh but again i mean it was it was okay i just rather i just prefer the being in the tree now the climber have, is mm-hmm. that your ultimate like preferred method? Because I keep saying yes. it is. I'm yes. gonna fool with the climber, <laughs> but <laughs> Jason, you you down with the climber? You you proficient as they say with the climber? I am okay. Again, like for me, this is uh, I'm still in that learning phase, so I haven't had any slips. I, obviously, I'm still gonna wear my harness going up, but that's definitely her world. We use the. Um, Dang, I can't now. I'm drawing a blank right now. Summit. The Summit Viper. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Summit Viper. And during the off-season, it's still just practicing no matter what it is. Right. You can be practicing your shot with your bow. You can be practicing um, shooting with your rifle. You can also practice using your climber. Right. So that's what I've been trying to uh, perfect before we go back out. Last year, like she said, we had the – it wasn't a climbing stand. It was the ladder stand. Okay. Um, and that's what I first hunted in was a ladder stand. So obviously I'm comfortable with that, but just learning that climber. And I, one thing I can say that the ability to get up and out mm-hmm. is pretty smooth opposed to using that ladder stand. Uh, Cause you can just set up your climber anywhere. Like right. that Viper is probably 15 pounds. So I can literally carry it. I wouldn't even say 15 pounds, probably like seven and a half pounds. <laughs> But um, <laughs> it's just so comfortable to just to get it up, set up, and go as high as you feel comfortable. Man, I keep saying I was going to fool with the climber over the summer. And, I mean, even with deer season still being about a week or so away, I'm still thinking about it. Like I said, I hung a stand today, and I'm kind of like, okay, I'm good with it. 
But then I like that mobility and I like that just being able to almost take the fight to them, if you will. Like right, right. now, you know, you kind of, you know, I got a couple of blinds around feeders. Then I got the stand, like a couple of sets that I've hung like on trails where I've, you know, found deer sign or whatever and just kind of trying to give yourself some options. But man, mm-hmm. that that climber, from everything that I've that I read and everything, you know, I've kind of watched on that thing. It's just like it, it just opens up a whole new world versatility wise. It does. Yep. Like her Pull dad will call us randomly. Go. Her dad will call us randomly and say, listen, I got some land that we can hunt on. Head on over here. He'll send us a location and you know, you just that that climate center is an easy setup. There's no no waiting around. You just get up and go. Now, how is it with the with the noise? I mean, like in the learning curve on that thing, because I've watched a couple of videos and some of the videos, they make it look real easy. And then some of them, they're just like, OK, I don't even know if I want food with it. Like what what's the learning curve Listen, on that thing? Once you get it hooked onto the tree, like that's it. Just once it's not loud. It, I mean, you may have older ones that may make a lot of noise, but like the ones, the newer up to date ones that don't weigh as much like. They're not loud at all. Mm-hmm. And then, like I said, once you get it hooked onto the tree and you just kind of get your rhythm of how to, you know, when you hook onto the tree and you lift your feet up, when you get you in your rhythm, mm-hmm. it's, I promise it's, it's not hard at all. Like the very first time I got in the climber, you know, I hooked it onto the tree and my dad was telling me, okay, you know, do this, do this. And that first go, I got up there, went back down, did it again. And that was it. Wow. After that, like I, I had it, like it was, it's not difficult at all. Now that that deer that you killed last season, that was in your climber. Yeah. Okay. Like I said, I'm I'm still on the fence about it, but I it's funny because when I was out there today, I was looking at a couple of trees, and it's just like, hmm, if I put a put a camera here and just kind of see what's going on, and I won't have to worry about struggling to try to hang a stand in ninety degree heat. <laughs> so, right. Right. <laughs> cool. Cool. Now a couple more, and then I'm gonna get y'all out of here y'all tearing up this pro staff thing man y'all y'all started (laughs) i saw you have got a partnership with spy point congratulations Mm -hmm. thank Thank you you. and then announced another one with tacticam if i saw correctly right yes okay look both i've used both i think in my opinion spy point is the most reliable of the cell cams. I wish their pictures were a little bit better. The pictures are phenomenal once you take them off the car, but off the transmission. That's what I was going to ask you next. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Off the car, they they are off the chain. The The transmission, I wish, um, was a little bit better, but as far as, like, reliability, I think I got two, two of them out there. They're about the most reliable. No, I got three of them. And they're, they're about the most reliable of all the cell cams, in my opinion. Tacticam, I swear by, I've used it on bird hunts, whether it be turkey, ducks, geese, and then I've had it in my bow for hogs and uh, and deer. But just just talk about, you know, you guys, how y'all got linked up with them and then what you looking to do with this, with the whole thing, man. Like, are y'all building a brand? Are y'all just having fun? Like, what, what, what are y'all doing up there? <laughs> all right so first and foremost i, I want to say and this is honest to god we've just been blessed the partnership with spy point it, it literally it was like an overnight thing i had made the first purchase of we like we purchased our first spy point um we loved the product you know started giving it good reviews and like i said it was kind of overnight when we started pro staffing with them and it, it's always different when it's a product that you actually use right especially a product that you enjoy using and, you know, you're, you're comfortable speaking on. So just having that opportunity, you know, having that back and forth, that communication. Thank you, uh, Trent Marshall over at Spy Point, you know, for hooking us up. Uh, we've had a couple of opportunities. We were able to go out to the Fall Hunting Classic, you know, representing Spy Point, which was a great experience uh, over at Bass Pro. I saw that. I saw the pictures for that. It looked like y'all had a real good time, too, over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it turned into, you know, us just coming to speak about uh, SpyPoint to me holding a 15-minute presentation talking about the product also. 
And that, that was just impromptu. Like I said, again, once you use the product and you actually love and enjoy it, it's easy to speak on it because you're speaking from experience. So that just, that experience within itself was just great. And now recently with Tacticam, Tacticam, I believe uh, Rain was in contact with initially almost the same thing. We had purchased the Bone Collector Edition originally, Mm -hmm. which is like the lower end model. Right. Yep. I think that's like the starter model. Yep. Just using it and, you know, kind of fooling around. And then her being in contact with the gentleman over there, it opened up another opportunity. We were able to discuss a few options. And now we're pro staffing with Tacticam. We got the 5.0s, which are great. Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, the way things are just <laughs> happening, is it's like, it's so phenomenal. Now, and I know also you asked, like, where are we going? Are we just having fun? it doubles back down where I was saying like when you're enjoying what you're doing or if it's something that you you really hold interest in, it's not work. Like you're really showing up and you're like any video that you see with us, those are actually our personalities. Like we're actually out having fun. This isn't scripted. This isn't us trying to figure out, well, what are we going to record today? No, like literally we go out. Right. This is a day by day. Like we record. And that's what we get. That's what you get. Look here. Y'all videos off the chain. And I think I told, <laughs> I know, Jason, I told you this, you know, when we were messaging back and forth before we actually got together to record. Like, y'all charisma, it just blows through the camera. Like, y'all have a presence. <laughs> and Rain, girl, look here. <laughs> When you get out there on the boat talking about catching fish and keeping your wig intact. And I do not be playing at all. I be so serious every time. I said, no, she didn't talk about the damn wig. <laughs> I was that right there. I was like, man, y'all, y'all all right with me? Was you when you dropped that? I think, it, and I think it was two videos. Two it was like one. You was out there on the boat, and then you was talking about, man, we trying to get these fish, and I'm trying not to lose my wig. I was like, damn, she said that shit out loud. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yo. And then, I saw, I think it was during turkey season when y'all came out with the um with the dance do, mm-hmm. with the turkeys and stuff and then y'all be out <laughs> y'all be out there with the boys and whatnot, man. I, well, I listen, enjoy this is, this is a hundred percent this is us all day from the time we wake up to the time we go to sleep and it's crazy because our kids, all three of them act exactly like us. Like it's <laughs> it is never a dull moment here. Like it's it's just at all. Listen, I have them hog tied in their rooms right now. <laughs> They've been banging on the door. I, I keep having to mute the phone. They banging on the door. I'm like, y'all, wait a minute. <laughs> I hear them in the background. They they like, wait a minute, what, what's going on here now? Y'all don't listen. Been when gone. we go in there, they are gonna have the TVs off the wall. It's gonna be all kind of <laughs> chaos in there. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, man. Y'all, like I say, y'all, y'all videos, it just, I mean, and, and if you, and I urge people, if you have not checked out Rain Outdoors or Mr. Knockout on Instagram, man, y'all need to go do that for real because it, <laughs> it's just pure entertainment. And that's what I love about it because, like you said, it's y'all. It's not like setting up okay, we do this, this, and this, or right. whatever, which is fine, you know, no knock on what people do, because even, I, I told, Rain, I told Jason this, I was like, I love y'all videos, because, I mean, I work in television production, but as far as me on camera, I know my videos dry as hell, like, I know that, like, <laughs> nobody has to tell me that. But that's okay, though. <laughs> right, I mean. That's fine, yeah. everybody has their lane. Exactly, exactly, but y'all, you know, the charisma, and, you know, y'all just look like, you know, you guys are having a good time. And like you said, it, it's you. It's natural. I mean, you know, my natural place is always like it has been behind the camera. And even when I was doing, you know, my videos and stuff, I started putting my daughter on and putting my son on and just letting them kind of do their thing because they, you know, they gravitate a little bit more to it. I'm more mm-hmm. of a behind the scenes type. And even doing the, the podcast, I've enjoyed doing that because, 
you know, you get me on the subject with, you know, interesting people telling stories or just talking or whatnot, then I'm good. You know, I, I right. can do that pretty easily. So, but like with you guys, man, like I said, I love y'all videos and the way that y'all do them because it, it, it truly is. It's entertaining. I love it. So what's next for y'all? What's the next, you got a big project or what do you, what do y'all got going on? To be honest, we don't really know from one day to the next. (laughs) (laughs) We like, we wake up and like, what are we going to do today? Who are we going today? (laughs) How, how are we going to take over the world today? (laughs) Pinky in the brain. I'm the brain. I just wanted to say that out loud. <laughs> wow. I wasn't going to say it. I was going to let you have it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that is hilarious. So are y'all ready for deer season? Or are y'all locked and ready? Just kind of like sitting around, you know, counting down the days? Or y'all got we some more stuff y'all got to do? We wait for deer season We're waiting at the dough. <laughs> <laughs> waiting at the dough. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we've got We've got a camera set up in, let's see, three different places on one. Because we actually will be hunting from two properties <clears throat> this year. Nice. So we've got three cameras set up on one property, and we've got two cameras set up at another. Nice. One is just a little more convenient than the other. Yeah. But, I mean, we literally are. We, we've got our eyes on a couple of uh, bucks that have popped up. I, I tell you, I've seen more dough than I can tell you right now. <laughs> yeah, that's how it always is at my right. place. And the first year I was really distraught. And then I was talking to a fella and he was just like, as long as you have them does and as long as you keep them does around, them boys will show up. They, yeah. They'll eventually right. show up because they know they, they're going to find them real quick. And once, you know, that time of year hits and them leaves change and that estra starts, you know, getting in the air. They'll find mm-hmm. them. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. We've got, um, like I said, we got eyes on a couple. I'm really just ready to go, and I, I do feel comfortable enough. This season, I will be using my compound, and that's going to be my first shot all season long. Are you going to stick with it all season? I'm definitely ninety nine percent not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you said that. Ninety nine percent not sure. <laughs> nice. I mean, I would love to, to be quite honest, but um, I, I, I can't miss an opportunity either. Right. I, I just can't walk away uh, dumbfounded before the season is over. So uh, it's like, we'll bring the ball and we'll have the rifle just in case. Just in case. <laughs> gotcha. Right. Gotcha. If I can't catch you, if you're too far, then I'm going to get you. Right. Reach out <laughs> reach out and touch them. Now, That's right. Now, Rain, are you, so that means you'll go back and forth as well, or do you try to exclusively stay bow, or how do you like to do that? Actually, I, I am exclusively bow hunting. That's yep. that's normally me. Yep. But, yep. again, we'll have the rifle, but I, I bow hunt the whole season. Yeah, that, that's me too. I haven't. That's one part of the game I have not picked up yet. I just prefer. All right. Between me not knowing how to work call waiting and you got three rambunctious boys waiting on y'all, we're going (laughs) to put a bow on this thing. Another pun. All right. So bow hunting for rain pretty much all season. Jason, you going to get them how you live. But if you want to (laughs) start with the bow and then kind of go from there. We got through that part. My last question before we get out of here, once deer season's over, have you looked forward to anything else? You're looking to do any kind of waterfowl hunting or will you just go directly into turkey season? Have you even thought about what's going to happen after deer season? Well, after deer season, you know, we also rabbit hunt. We'll be rabbit hunting. We'll, and actually, I've been looking into more stuff that we can do, as in waterfowl. In between, because every season, I'm I'm looking to hunt something all year long. Right. If I ain't fishing, because you know I, I fish in the winter in the winter as well. So if we're not fishing, I'm still looking for something for us to hunt. So, you know, whatever whatever comes our way, we'll be be looking into it. That's what's up. That's what's up. And I appreciate y'all taking the time 
to talk to me. I definitely want to get y'all back on maybe like midway through deer season, kind of see how the season going, see if y'all got any other kind of shenanigans and stories and stuff that we, <laughs> okay. that we can get into before we wrap this thing up and y'all get out of here. Tell folks where they can find y'all, all that good stuff, and social media, all that, 411 website, all that. Give it up. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we are on Facebook. On Facebook, we're Rain Outdoors. That's like our um, biggest following. We have the most interaction. They're the most fun just interacting with everybody on the page. Uh, we are on Instagram, Rain Outdoors, and Mr. Knockout on Instagram as well. We do have our YouTube channel, Rain Outdoors as well. <laughs> That's what's up. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> even know about the YouTube channel. You're kind of getting a yeah, <laughs> feel of, of where this is going. Rain Outdoors, you can pretty much find that. Almost That's anywhere. where you find us out. <laughs> Rain Outdoors is where you can find us. But yeah, I mean, just like you said, like we're out enjoying bringing just a different aura out to hunting. I just want to go out, enjoy myself. I want everybody to see us enjoying ourselves and share your stories. I mean, everybody's had that one time where, you know, they, they fell in the water or they almost fell in the water. I didn't fall in the water. (laughs) 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 But I know it's happened to everyone. They may not want to admit it, but the minute that they see it, you know, that memory will jog. But walking through the woods and, you know, tripping over tree branches, you don't see. Oh, you fell that time. <laughs> why, why do you have to tell him I fell? Wow. You fell that time. <laughs> I was going to say, because I like how he started with the, well, you know, everybody falls in the water. Well, right, no. I didn't fall in the water. <laughs> right. See, now, now here you go. It's the South Carolina. Thing. I'm just saying. Like, it doesn't happen to all of us. It's that Dave, it's that Dave Chappelle, Rick James thing. It's just like, no, of course, I didn't grind my feet into the couch. Of course I grinded my feet into the couch. It's like, like, which one is it? One more thing, and it just popped in my head, and I should have did this from the beginning, and it's totally my fault. But I saw something that I thought was really cool and really unique. When you guys do your videos, you have like a hand signal like that you always, that both of you guys always put up. I know what it is because I read it and I think somebody else asked you, but tell the people about that because that is, it's really unique and it's super cool. Okay. Jason? So in the beginning and or ending of our videos, uh, we start out with the letter R in sign language. It's uh, two fingers that are crossed together. And it's a representation I have, or my youngest sister is hearing impaired or deaf, um, so uh, fluent in sign language. And it was kind of a way that it kind of humbles us whenever we begin or whenever we end the video where we know where we started from. It's kind of like a reminder, like no matter how big this gets or if we stay at the level where we're at, it really doesn't matter. It's more of a connection thing. Like once we start that video, it's like, Okay. It's like a sigh of relief. And, you know, we can just be who we are. Like I said, uh, every video that we put up is just us. Um, So that letter R, when we put up, is kind of like a silent nod, you know, just a recognition for the hearing impaired and deaf community for my sister. um, And just like I said, a reminder for ourselves. Man, that is so dope. Like like I said, (laughs) I I always, when I was looking at y'all videos before you guys actually explained it, like I was looking at it and I noticed it and I was just like, oh, okay, you know, they you know got their own special thing or whatever. But then, like I said, I think somebody asked in like one of the comments or something on Facebook and like I read it and I saw the explanation and I was just like, geez, that, that's awesome. So that is, <laughs> man, y'all got it going on. It looks like people are figuring out that y'all got it going on. So much continued success if I could learn how to talk to <laughs> y'all. I've enjoyed y'all doing this. And then let's get together and we'll do it again soon. Let's do it. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you for having us. Good night. God bless. And thank you for coming out. Brightland. Once again, thanks to Jason and Rain for taking the time. And I don't know if it came through clearly, but Jason at the end doing his best Russell Simmons with the good night, God bless, um, from the old Def Jam, Def Jam days. Um, like I said, those two, super funny. They're not trying to be funny. I mean, they're just out documenting things that happen to them while they're out here in this outdoors and whatnot. Natural 
like I said, very charismatic, very entertaining. And you guys should definitely go check out their videos. I enjoy watching when they put something out. And I mean, it's random. Like I said, it's not scripted. It's not, hey, let's do this. I mean, as you heard in the interview, they just kind of go out and they do, you know, they just go out and do their thing. So, you know, I want to wish them much success in the upcoming deer season. And then with everything that they're doing with their brand. And like I said, I can't wait to get a chance to talk to those folks again. Kind of lost my train of thought right there. Hey, it happens when you're recording. I mean, I'm very transparent. I've told you guys that. <laughs> anyway, before I get on and get up out of here, BryantLandCountry.com, BryantLandCountry.com. You've heard me week after week after week pound the website, and that's because you get everything Bryantland at that one place. We got the videos, we got the apparel, we got the podcast, we got blogs, everything that you need to consume the Bryantland media and Bryantland brand is right there at BryantlandCountry.com. So make sure you guys get out there, check it out, order some merch. We would appreciate it. All right, that's going to be it for me this week. Thank you for joining me. As always, we're going to come back next week with another hot fire episode. As Dave Chappelle would say, spit hot fire. We'll come back with a hot fire episode for y'all, man. Thank you. Good luck to everybody in Georgia on your deer season coming up. I can't wait to get out in the woods. I know y'all will be too. And we'll catch you next week on another episode of the Bryantland Country Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Bryantland Country Podcast, hosted by AB3. Please leave us a positive review and five-star rating on iTunes. Be sure to check out our podcast section on our website, bryantlandcountry.com, for previous podcasts. Check us out on Instagram at officialbryantland and Twitter at 3bryantland. This has been an AB3 Media Production. Join us next time for another edition of the Bryantland Country Podcast.